Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous lady. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. I hope you're good. Today, we are diving into something that I help a lot of my clients with. And it has been a through line in my business for a very long time. And going back to the day, if you were following me back then, when I was doing visibility queen and content queen and attraction marketing magic, content has always been a massive part of what I teach with my clients. And I don't speak about it so much online anymore because I I really look at it from a mindset perspective, but I do a lot of work inside my container and especially for what I've got coming up, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, when it comes to content, but more specifically, your messaging and your positioning and the subconscious message that we're putting out to our audience. Now, I have built a very profitable business on attraction marketing, and I really look at it from a subconscious perspective. Because I understand the subconscious so much, I really create content from the subconscious. And I don't mean from my subconscious, I mean from what is currently going on within my audience's subconscious mind. So it gives me a way into really getting the understanding and really being able to diagnose what's currently going on for my audience, what's currently going on for you, because I can see it, I've experienced it, and I can almost relay it back to you firsthand. Sometimes when I've spoken about concepts, or when I've spoken about uh, particular behaviors or actions that my ideal clients have, you're almost like, wow, I didn't know I was doing that because I can really understand and see from a subconscious perspective why your actions and behaviors are leading towards that. Now, having said that, a lot of clients who come to me are currently winging their content. They feel the flow and they love that flow. And I've talked about this on the podcast a lot. You know, I am the the glass to their water. So they love the ideas to flow through them. They love to create content on the fly. They don't have much of a content structure. Um, Things kind of drop in and they speak about it, which is all good. You know, it's great to have that adaptability. It's great to have that flow. It's great to have that momentum within you where your creativity isn't blocked. However, what starts to happen when you do quote unquote wing your content is quite a few things. And I really wanted to speak about that today because As an entrepreneur, we do need adaptability and we do need quick thinking. And by God, do we need creativity and flow and that feminine energy in our business. But equally, as a balance, we need that structure, that foundation, that base to hold it in. 
it's no good having this feminine flow and creativity and magic without the base because it's the base that allows you to do that. And that is something that I work so closely with, with my clients. And I think I said this on a couple of podcasts ago, like I do attract a lot of people who are in the flow, who are in that kind of flying by the seat of their pants and to bring in that structure, because that is something that really is my zone of genius. It's creating a base foundation for you to be able to have that flow. So I wanted to go through a couple of things that I see happen when you are winging your content, because you've built your business so far and you've done very well having wung your content. <laughs> that is definitely, I don't think that's the word, but You've, you've done very well winging your content so far, but if you are looking to get to that next level, if you're at the three, 5K month and you're getting that in and you wanna step into the 10K, 20K, 50K, 100K, we've gotta have that strategic procedure behind us. We've got to have that strategy of the plan, of the base, of the foundation, because without that, you're actually confusing one, yourself, but more importantly, you are confusing your audience. We need to take our audience on a journey, whether that's a monthly, quarterly, yearly, you need to understand that. You need to understand that for the CEO that you are. That's how I want you to be showing up in your business. And of course, there are gonna be ideas that you drop in, that you run with, that feel oh, like come out of the moment, but equally you need to understand that you have that plan and that base below you that you're currently working on something that's coming up in a couple of months. You know, we can't constantly keep flying by the seat of our pants and, you know, launching something because we just got the idea two seconds ago. Business doesn't always work like that. And I really wanted to kind of just open your eyes to what could be possible if you were to really step into having that foundation strategy behind your content, behind your messaging, behind your positioning, because it's really, really important. So we're gonna have a look today within this podcast on two perspectives of what happens when you wing your content. First perspective is we're going to have a look from your audience perspective. So your ideal clients, how they're perceiving it, how they're downloading it, how they're receiving it, but also what happens from your perspective and your mindset when you wing your content. Now, this doesn't specifically have to be just about content alone. This is probably when you wing anything in your business. <laughs> it can be applied to whether you're winging your strategy or you know, whatever that looks like for you. But we're gonna have a look at it from two perspectives today. So both the audience perspective and your mindset perspective. We're gonna start with the audience today. So when we're in that um, winging it, when we're, when we're currently playing from that strategy, a lot of things are actually happening without you knowing. You think, you know, oh, I'll sort it out another day or that's, that really is on my list. I really need to sort that out. I need to set a time to either batch or create or whatever it is, whatever that looks like for you. When we are in that, that's where the trouble starts with your audience. Now, a couple of things that I see, and I'm gonna speak into them today, is 
Number one, there is absolutely no through line with your sales strategy when you're winging your content because you're plucking things out of thin air or maybe your client said something or maybe you've seen something or you've read something or you've listened to a podcast and you're kind of just plucking at things and shoving them onto your Instagram or onto your social media platform, wherever you are currently um, putting your shop front of your business. So there's no through line with your sales strategy. I'm gonna talk about this in a couple, uh, I'm gonna go into each of these. The second thing is that there's really limited scalability because you don't actually know what you're working towards or what's coming up or what we're currently warming our audience up with. So we've, we have no steps forward. We're kind of plodding along. We're in that comfort zone, which is fine for a time, but I know that gets you agitated. I know you don't really like feeling ploddy and stagnant in your business, but that's what's happening. Number three, it gets really difficult to measure any ROI or any kind of um, analytics. You know, if we can't see which posts are working better or which one's resonating more or what topic really hit a nerve with our audience, we're kind of just, I was going to say pissing in the wind. A nicer analogy to that, but we don't, we, it's very difficult to measure because you're just plucking out of thin air. And what actually happens with all of those in tow is that we actually start to get inconsistent branding and messaging because it's kind of here or there or there. And yes, of course, it's still coming from you. So it's going to be consistently in your voice, but not consistently in the branding and the messaging, the positioning that you want to be seen as. I know you want to be seen as the leader, as the authority of that, attracting those higher caliber of clients. And actually with you winging your content is bringing in a lot of the things that you don't want. So let's dive in. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is the the no through line with your sales strategy. So when I work with my clients, we obviously, of of course, we first get really, really clear on who those ideal clients are. And this is from two perspectives. It's from like an energetical perspective of who you want to call in and how they show up to the container and what that is for them. But equally, we want to call in the people that we want to work with from that perspective. So we need to know and understand all of the basics, the pain points, the desires, the the agitations, you know, all of that. We need to know all of that before we can really start to hone in on the strategy. And actually, when we know that, we can then start to understand, okay, what level of client are they? I work in client levels with my one-to-ones. Um, I won't go too far into it because it's a strategy that is a a client basis strategy that I don't want to share on the podcast because it's very useful. Um not in the sense of like, I don't want to share it with you. It's just my clients pay for me to share that, share it with them. Anyway, carrying on. Um, when we have that through line with our strategy, we can understand where the clients are fit in. We can understand what part of the journey they're on. We can understand what products and offers really fit within those levels. And with those levels, we can then start to see what currently is being launched or being sold that has that through line. And when you don't understand or when you don't have that clear map of what you're selling and your content is kind of coming from left, right and center, 
you then start to confuse people because one day you're talking about this, one day you're talking about this, one day you're talking about this. We don't have a through line throughout. What I say to my clients is almost thinking about the, um, you know, the timer thing that you twist and it, the sand pours down and it goes into the little point before it goes down into the, the next hourglass shape. When we're talking about content, when we're creating content, everything needs to lead to somewhere. So yes, you can talk about five different things a week. I definitely talk about a lot of things because I encompass a lot of things and teach a lot of things and coach on a lot of things within my one-to-one. However, everything needs that through line. Everything needs to be filtered and funneled down to something. So if you're winging your content right now, what I would hazard a guess is that you don't actually know what that forefront of selling is. You're just trying to sell anything that will sell anything at the moment just to get more clients in, right? So we don't have that hourglass shape, that that filter, that sand. The sand is your pieces of content. They need to lead to somewhere. And actually, when we have that through line of selling, which comes with the basis of your strategy behind your content, that's when we can start to get really strategic in where we're sending people, what we're making them think, how we're tying into the pain points, what pains, what desires are we talking about, how much we are pushing the buttons as to say how much we are speaking into the aspiration and really understanding how that's all filtering through to what we're currently selling. Because if you're making content to make content sake and you're hoping that it's going to sign a client, but you don't know what to, like you just want to sign a client, then they're not going to know either the way that they, the way that they respond and the way that they take on that content If you don't know where you're leading them, how the hell are they going to know where you're leading them? So we really need to get strategic on that. This brings me into that limited scalability because just like I said, when we're in those client levels, we're currently navigating what happens and why we're talking about things and where we're leading them. Now with scalability, I always say to my clients, it takes about four weeks-ish I've tested this many times. It takes about four weeks for my audience to really be fully on board with what I'm currently speaking about. So if that's the case, I know that if I've got a launch coming up, four weeks prior to that launch, probably even further, I need to be really funneling them in, I funnel that sand into where I'm taking them. If you are winging your content You've got four weeks or however long it takes your audience to catch up. My audience tends to be four weeks, but you've got those four weeks that you haven't done any prep work on. Whenever you're launching anything, the pre-launch phase is way more important than the actual launch week, what you do in the pre-launch. And that goes across the board. You know, we need to nurture these, these, we need to nurture our audience. We need to really warm our audience up. We need to get them to hear the same things, that repetition, really understanding where we're coming from, that we get them, that we see them, that we hear them. We have to do all of that work way before the launch happens. So if you're currently winging it and then one day you decide to launch and you decide to talk about something that you may not have mentioned for a while, 
No one's going to be listening because no one has been on this journey with you. You haven't created that momentum within your content that's going to lead you to exactly where you want to lead them to. So that's where the limited scalability comes from because you're just kind of, again, you're plodding, you're plodding through, which again brings us to that, that difficult in measuring the analytics to understanding and to knowing, which gives us that inconsistent branding and messaging. So hopefully that's given you a few things to think about, especially when it comes to leading your audience to where you want them to go. We have the ability to do that as marketers, like as people who show up online and create content as content creators is is the word that I was trying to find. We have the ability to do that, but you can only do that if you understand what's coming up in your business, which is kind of where that CEO structure and strategy comes in. If you currently don't know what's happening on, let's say for instance, Black Friday, you're gonna be in such a tiz when Black Friday comes because you haven't had that time and that space to warm people up. The same as if you've got something coming up in January, you're having to think about this back end. That's how I work with my clients. We work both front end, but equally we work back end because we need to be doing stuff in the background subconsciously with ourselves, but equally subconsciously with our audience to move them through this. It's a journey. It's a, it's an exploration and you're not kind of molding or shaping them into anything. Like they're going on this journey with you and you're being able to be very strategic with your content on how you take them into it. So that's kind of from an audience perspective. Now what I wanted to have a look at is from your own mindset perspective, because things happen when you're winging it too. And I know that a lot of you will be like, but that's just how I work. That's just who I am. That's my identity. Well, it's not. It's a behavior that you're currently doing that we can undo, that you don't have to be like that anymore. And again, I will preface, you don't have to get rid of the flow and the feminine and the ease and the the enjoyment and the creativity. That's not what I'm saying here, but we need a baseline of you to be able to be in that creativity while still creating a strategy and a structure in your business, which is going to lead to the clients that you want coming in, to the clients that you want to attract, that high caliber of client, the the amount of money that you want to bring in, the group course that you want to launch, like all of this is going to have such a massive impact. So let's have a look at what happens on your own mindset and the perspective of that. Now, the first thing I wanted to talk about today is the default mode network, which I'm just going to call D. M N. So I don't have to say it all the time. The same with the reticular activated system. Trying to say that every time it's the RAS. So the DMN, the default mode network. Now it's the part of your brain that loves to wonder. Like it's the part of the, the brain that loves to wonder and to daydream. And yes, while it is absolutely incredible for creativity, it can also lead to overthinking. And that overthinking can lead to lack of focus. And those are two big things that I see hold people back in their business, overthinking and lack of focus. Can I hear a hear here? Now, when you're winging it, for instance, that means that you're in your business without a clear plan. 
And when you're in your business without a clear plan, your DMN, your default mode network is going to take over. And what that means is there's going to be missed opportunities. There's a lot in the daydream and the creativity, but there's no solidness to the plan. And we need to strike a balance between the creativity side of things and the maintaining the focus for effective business practices and planning. So it's bringing these two together. If we allow ourselves to go too far into the DMN and too far into the creativity, we've got all of these incredible ideas and you don't know where to begin. This is something that my clients say to me all the time. I've got thousands of ideas, but I don't follow through on any of them. And that's because we're not bringing the prefrontal cortex, which I'm going to speak about in a minute. We're not bringing that in to actually solidify these ideas. The same with winging it. If you're winging it all the time and we're in this creativity and flow, that's great, but we've got no substance underneath it. So the quick decision-making and the kind of, um, flying by the seat of your pants and that fastness in business is very, very helpful if we've got the base. And the base is going to be really helped by the prefrontal cortex. I've spoke about this quite a lot in the last couple of podcast episodes, actually. It's the boss of the brain. It's where decision-making happens. And what happens when we rely solely on improvisation, which is kind of what's happening right now, it can be really risky because your prefrontal cortex, that that boss of the brain is responsible, it's responsible for those executive functions. So it helps you make those informed decisions. It keeps you on the plan and it keeps you focused. And I sometimes speak to my prefrontal cortex and I'm like, right, I need you to hit into gear with this one. But actually when you ignore the planning, you're going to find yourself making hasty choices. You're going to find yourself being like, oh, like, no, 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 I don't have time for that, actually. No, let's skip this launch. Let's let's do something else. Oh, no, I'm here. Oh, no, I'm there. You're flitting from left, right to center. That the prefrontal cortex has no freaking clue what's going on, and it shuts out. And that's when the amygdala takes over, which I've spoke about too, which is the next thing. Can you see the process of the dominoes that happen? And when we have this overthinking, this um, decision fatigue, that's when our amygdala comes in, which is the fight or flight. Please let me know on Instagram DMs if I go too quick when I'm talking about the neuroscience, I just get all excited. Um, But that's when the amygdala comes in because that's our fight or flight. You know, it's like, oh my God, the plan, I don't have a plan. Now I've got to overthink and now I've got to go in overdrive and now I can't process the, like I'm trying to process the emotions, but all I can feel is fear. We have this domino effect and it brings stress into your business. And we don't want that. We don't want the stress. Like I know running a business is hard enough with or with, without the content being a, a thing that you completely focus on, which is, I know, a place where a lot of people go to straight away because they they understand that the shop front is where people are going to come in and content is one of those things that is a needle-moving activity in your business that's consigned clients, if that's the way you've got clients. So you can see how this like knock-on effect of us not having the plan can have such an effect on our mental well-being within our business, the subconscious. 
And actually what I see when the amygdala comes in and we don't have that plan and we don't have that clarity, the word clarity, oh my God, that comes up every day for my clients, we then start to listen to those limiting beliefs. And that's the first thing that happens. We've triggered the amygdala, which has gone into fight or flight, which means that the subconscious is then trying to keep you safe. So all of those limiting beliefs that have kept you safe in the past start to come up and you listen to them because you're in the thick of the emotion. And that's not where your higher self is. Every time that we're feeling an emotion, that's usually when our parts have taken over from like a, I don't think there is negative or positive emotions. I think all emotions are very important and should be felt, but for the sake of this particular aspect that I'm speaking about, the negative emotions come in. That's not your higher self. Your higher self is calm, curious, confident, all of the C's, all of the C words. And the moment that we're out of that is the moment that we're playing from those old patterns, from those old thoughts, from those old templates. So if you're winging it right now, that feels quite comfortable, but the more you don't have a plan, the more you don't see the results, the more you don't get the the clients in, the more the money goes down, we're taking you in, that's taking you into the amygdala, which is taking you into fight or flight, which is then bringing in all of the beliefs as to why this isn't going to happen for you. Of course, this isn't happen. This isn't going to happen. Of course, this isn't, this isn't happening. Like, I don't get to have it all. I don't get to have the business. I don't get to um, have what everyone else is having. I, this is never gonna happen for me. When's it gonna happen? All of these thoughts start to come up nine times out of 10, purely because we don't have clarity. We don't have a plan of action. We don't have direction. And humans without direction, we might as well hang up our boots. I don't know whether that's the phrase, but that's the phrase I'm going to say. So it's really important for you to have that baseline foundation. This is why it's so important that I look at the CEO operations, not from, yes, okay, I look at systems, but it's the actual base foundations of you as a human and holding yourself within that too. So you can see what starts to happen when you are winging your content. And if you want to scale to that next level of your business, if you want to step into that CEO of your business, we can no longer run your business by winging it. There has been a couple of lucky people who have winged it all the way to the top, but as soon as they got the, get to the top, they cannot sustain that. They cannot hold that and they have to put the systems in place and they've got a team and the team do it for them. So yes, there are small, small pockets of people who get to wing it all the way, but if you want to build a sustainable business that sticks around, that leaves a legacy, whatever you're looking for, if you want to build it sustainably, we need to have that foundation. And that comes down to the strategy behind the scalability of your business. And one big part of that is your content and your ability to bring in the people you desire. So I hope this has opened a couple of loops for you today, a couple of things to think about. If it has, DM me. I want to know what is currently going on in your mind. I want to know 
how you feel called out and if you want to go back to the podcast where I teach you what to do after you feel you're called out on my podcast please do um but I will see you on the next episode and like I said there is something really really exciting coming that is going to support you in this and more and I cannot be more excited I will see you on the next episode Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.